So if you could, we don't normally introduce our legends. So if you could give us your name, your birthplace, your zodiac, and if you have an Apple or an Android. Uh, sure. Yeah, my name is Nolan Bukowski. I was born right here in Kankakee. I am a Pisces. Yeah. Uh, okay, my bad. And, I'm sorry. Uh, team Android all the way. Yeah. 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 Damn. I had to charge it up. We started out good. Yeah, we took it right away. We're going to get you an iPhone when you get in. We're going to get you an iPhone. Sponsored by who? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody yet. For sure. When's your birthday? Uh, It was actually last month, February 25th. Okay, Okay. mine was on the second. For sure. For sure. A week before. Pisces, baby. Yeah. You can check out the Broke Dusty uh, birthday episode where she going to beat me up. What's up? Jackie, 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 Jackie,
Well, I am the candidate for Six Ward Alderman in Kankakee, and I have been looking for ways to get the word out about my campaign and promote uh, not only who I am, but why I'm running, and just to get the word out there so that people know who I am and why they should vote for me on April 4th. Very nice, very nice. April 4th, for sure. Now, what's April 4th? What's going on then? April 4th is Election Day, and that is one day that we will have the opportunity to change the Six Ward and the rest of the city of Kankakee for the better. Okay, okay, six water. I gotta learn to get articulate like that. Come on, boy. Nice, very nice. Flowing. So, let's do a little background on you. Where did you grow up? So, I grew up here in Kankakee. Actually, I was born in Kankakee at Riverside Hospital, and I lived in Aroma Park for most of my childhood. Okay. And then around seven and a half years ago, I moved into the city of Kankakee uh, and have lived uh, in the Riverview, kind of Riverside area of Kankakee, about a few blocks from Cobb Park okay, uh, for most of my nice. teenage life now. So, so, uh, I dumped on him at Cobb Park one time. Nah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Rams there. Look oh, at you. Oh, oh, oh. Ain't no oh, Rams there. Y'all know he oh, oh, Next time. I'm going to dunk on you next time. Ah, <laughs> sure, sure. Can you give us some of your favorite childhood memories? Uh, I'd probably have to say my child, my favorite childhood memories probably involve uh, playing with my friends. When I lived out in Roma Park, I was friends with all my neighbors, so I often spent a lot of my summer days outside just playing with my friends. I, you know, as your typical kid, I like to be outside during the summer, spring, any other times. Never really enjoyed school, but was always good at it, and just yeah, nice. just always enjoyed hanging out and you getting to know people. So. Yeah, I would do, do a little bit of everything. So oh, I actually yeah. did almost every sport uh, throughout my uh, school time with that. I played a year of basketball, soccer, baseball. Um, trying to think here. Pretty much every sport besides football or volleyball. I was okay. in for at least one year. Right. So that, that makes sense. I mean, I'm a beast at volleyball. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. It's two sports that you would believe Big Ryan. Yeah. Hollywood Harwell is really mm-hmm. good at. Okay. Volleyball and yeah. ping pong. Okay. All right. It's, it's crazy. crazy. We got man. to see, man. Put it on film, my boy. I'm ready. When you're ready, let me show out. Let's get it. <laughs> Enough of me. Enough of me. We're talking about Nolan. So, how would your parents describe you as a teen? You know, I mean, there's many ways they would describe it, but I think they would say that I was creative, adventurous, and always had a desire to do more with my life. I've okay. always been somebody who wanted to make the most of their most of my life, so I think my parents would say I've been very highly motivated and yeah. geared towards That's doing good, the best yeah. I can in my life, whether it be through my schooling, volunteering in the community, and just trying to make the world a better place. So we also have another legend off the camera. Yeah. Stevie B. From... Kankakee, man. (laughs) He's also also Nolan's father. So since you're here, I'd like to ask you if you can give us a couple of descriptive descriptive words to describe your son. Outrageous. (laughs) Creative. For sure. Very focused. Those are great qualities to have when you're running for public office. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. you got to stand out a little bit to run for Just public a tad office. Bit. Yeah. Speaking oh, yeah. of standing out, man, I know everybody asking you, man, so we want to get it out the way. Everybody talking about you 19 and mm-hmm. how you young. 19? 19. 19. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, 19. 19. One oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you looked a little young, but you know it's not my job 19, to question man, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just to get the question out, um, does that bother you when people ask about your age and like, what do you think 
people should know or shouldn't know about that? Like, does it matter to you? Yeah, well, to me, you know, age is just a number. I think that no matter your age, you can still have experience, knowledge, and can know what you're doing. You know, I'm 19, and I know a lot of things people my age don't know how to do and have experience with that. So I think it's not so much your age, but it is where you came from, how you were raised, where you grew up, you know, what you've learned in life, because you can, you know, either live a sheltered life and grow up knowing nothing, or you can be very young and live a worldly life and know lots of things like I do, you know, for my age. But like I said, age is just a number that should never stop anybody from running for office, volunteering, being involved, trying to make a difference. You know, you're never too, you're never too young to get started. I've started volunteering when I was 14. 14? Yeah, 14 years old. So I've been doing this for around five years or more with that. you know, people sometimes are like, oh, you're a little young or, you know, some people have asked me, are you old enough to run? And it's like, well, when I turned in the petitions with the signatures, they would have denied me. I was too young to run. I'm running. Behind you, yeah, exactly. say, yeah. I'm running yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's something that that should never stop anybody. Yeah. So and I I don't blame anybody for being skeptical or asking because I know that having somebody my age run for office is something you don't see hardly ever. But that's I think that, that we just need to keep an open mind yeah, to things like that. Man. You know, as long as somebody yeah. is qualified and willing to put themselves out there, I think we should give them a shot. Yeah. For sure. For Especially sure. when somebody brings the possibility of fresh views mm-hmm. it's not been um tampered with mm-hmm. with what currently has gone on and comparing it to 10 years or 20 years yeah it's a complete new look mm-hmm. for an area that possibly could use a new look because yeah. we know can could always do better so exactly i completely understand that and man 19 mm-hmm. oh yeah man, that's dope that's oh dope. yeah when did you know politics were what you wanted to do uh, probably somewhere between 14 and 16. Ever since then, I have always, I've always always been interested in government and how it works, but I knew at 16 that I wanted to run for alderman, so kind of since then I've been kind of preparing or learning as much as I can with how city government works and other levels of government to know and to gain experience and all of that. And, okay. You know, I've just been building on it since then because right now I'm actually serving as Kankakee 2nd District uh, Precinct Committee person okay. uh, as well, and then I also work for a state representative uh, currently as well. So I've been learning about government in all ways, shapes, or forms. Are you able to say the uh, state representative you work for? Oh, yeah, Jackie Hines. Shout out to to state representative Jackie. Shout out. We do a lot of shout outs on this show. So anytime you say a name, Mm -hmm. we're definitely going to shout them out with you. So feel free on this show, throw every name you possibly can, because we like to make sure we show love and give everyone the flowers. Yeah, exactly. Just like we're giving you today. So you said alderman, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, why out of alderman? Why did you decide to become an alderman? of all city official jobs you could apply for. You know, or run for my apologies. Yeah, well, you know, there is lots of offices that I could have run for that I thought about, but I like to look first in my own community and see, you know, what is needed. You know, you could always go for a, maybe a county office or school board or other offices like mm-hmm. that, but it's like I like to look at what is, you know, affecting my own neighborhood and my surrounding blocks. Yeah, you know, what right. what is an office that can make an impact for the better on that? And Alderman was automatically the first one I thought of because, you know, an Alderman, it is their job to represent their part of the city and you know their neighborhood and surrounding areas and things like that Mm -hmm, and so I believe that if I am elected alderman that will best um, let me represent not only my neighborhood and ward but help them specifically along with the rest of the city well said for sure well said well said so Stevie B from Kankakee Stevie B when your son came to you at 15 and said hey I think I want to run for alderman what'd you think I only thing I said was what took you so long. Wow, <laughs> for sure. Wow. I knew I knew what is coming. So. 
That's awesome. Oh yeah. So he's yeah. been primed to do this for most of his awesome. life. He just grew into yeah. who that person is. Yeah. That's it's awesome, man, to have a supportive dad like that, man. For Absolutely. Because you know, my pops I'm, told me no. Matter <laughs> 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 what it was, boy, no. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for real, for real. But, yeah, that's great, man. That's great. That is awesome. So, so having your dad behind you and um, yep. having him move forward with you, how does that make you feel, just as a young man going for that? For yeah, well, it, it makes me feel great. My dad has been my biggest supporter by far, and he has always told me to to awesome. do what makes me happy and what I want to do, and you know what I choose. He hasn't, you know, set a plan forth and said, you know, you're going to do this or that. He's like, you know, I want you to do what makes you happy and you know what you're good at, what I can yeah. best apply my talents and you know skills and God given abilities to. So, so man, and he's been him. behind me 100. percent Shout out to Stevie B. Definitely, definitely from Kankakee. Man. <laughs> so, Shout out. So we did also say that you were, you know, you're 19. That is young. Yeah. And like he said, um, so what do you think are some of the pros? Because he already asked the question, so I want to flip it for us. Mm-hmm. What are some of the pros you think you have outside of what I said mm-hmm. at being 19 and running for a city official versus somebody older? Because I'm yeah. sure. At 19, the person running gets you, they can be 21 and still be older, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think being young offers a lot of uh, skills and abilities and advantages that someone older may not have. Because for me, the top ones I can think of is somebody my age is very tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So if you're alderman and you are, you know, running your own social media page or working with the city's website and other things like that, you're very That's tech huge. savvy. So you know how to run that. You can show other residents how to do it. And on top of that, anybody who is younger is more, you know, energetic and out there. You know, I've been, as I've been campaigning, I've walked to every door in the entire sixth ward and, you know, I've I've done that on foot. every door yeah every single every door i've been door. reaching every every door if you're registered to vote i have been walking to every door with stevie b coming with me mm-hmm. and right. so i believe that being young you possess that energy and that's right. something that somebody older may not have uh, with that but i believe that the most important thing is that when you're younger you possess kind of a different point of view or like you said a new fresh view right. that somebody who is either already in government or has been around for a while may not have they're kind of used to you know being in the system or being there for a while and they don't have that that fresh point of view because they're already you know in it or insider. Whereas somebody like me is more I'm kind of an outsider. I haven't been you know in government for decades or for years. I'm somebody you know new who is coming in with a new idea, new vision, and yeah. I want to make yeah. that a reality. Sure. I like For that. Sure. I like that. I like the words you use when you said tech mm-hmm. because we had an alderman already on your cousin. Shout out, cuz. Yeah. Shout out for sure. Um, and she said that was the hardest thing getting young people. Uh, engage. So when you say tech, I instantly yeah. thought young, like you said. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point. That's really nice. Yeah. What do you believe the role of the city council is in our community? You know, I believe the city council plays many roles in our community, but I believe it's top role is to create ordinances that you know affect the laws in our city with that our city council is to govern the city and come up with the rules that which citizens are you know to abide by mm-hmm. but at the same time the city council has the you know responsibility to listen to the residents and hear you know what do they need you know in their wards or their parts of the city or what would they like to see done you know if people were in favor of golf carts you know that would be something they would bring up to the city council and vote on that right. so it's you know they they are kind of the guardians of you know their part of the city really in a way Mm -hmm. and they are there to represent their people and to make sure that they have what they need and you know not only keep the city running but work to improve it where it can be for sure for sure for sure have you ever held public office before uh currently just as precinct committee person okay so but otherwise no no other public office have you ever held any offices before in any situations in life 
Uh, only on my neighborhood uh, organization, on the Riverside Neighborhood Organization, I've served as secretary. Tell um, us a little more. Yeah, so, what is it called? Uh, it's called the Riverside Neighborhood Organization. Shout out to the Riverside Neighborhood Organization. Neighborhood Organization. Yeah. So uh, when I was 16, I was uh, sworn in as secretary of that organization. And basically what that organization did was they held meetings about once a month and they would invite public officials such as the mayor, other aldermen, sometimes the police chief, fire chief, uh, anybody who wanted to speak about either events happening or resources that were available to them through the city or other parts of the community. That's awesome. And it was invited for residents from specifically the Riverside neighborhood, but anybody outside was also welcome. And so it was kind of a public platform for people to talk about things happening within the city and to better inform the residents who, you know, may not be tech savvy to be online yeah. or maybe that's their only time they can get out or, you know, hear from those people. And is that still going on? Uh, currently, the organization still exists, but they have not had a meeting since I believe last uh, May. So okay. I uh, served my one term as secretary, and after that, I was got busy with school and other things among yeah. that uh, yeah. with it. So I had to step down from that, but I've continued to serve my community in many other ways. You're uh, in school as well. Yeah, so I'm actually, I graduated um, last June, yes, sir, and then I'm yes, currently sir. at Kankakee Community College right yeah. now studying uh, business and communications, and then I'm also planning on majoring in political science. So okay. we absolutely love it and support. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He works 800 jobs. Come on, man. I'm trying to find one from every yeah, show. You tried yeah. to get me to be the alderman, but... Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, I'm finna get you. Don't no. worry. <laughs> we finna get you a job. We got no limit. No, no, no. You, there are different wars, my friend. I mean, it is, it is. For sure, for sure. So, I just want to ask you this question. It's, it's, it's just straight, frankly. Sure. Um, I lost it. <laughs> it was on the box. It went away. I started clicking. Why should they vote for you? You know, there's many reasons why I believe people should vote for me, but overall, the number one reason I believe that people should vote for me is because we need, you know, an alderman who will have fresh and new ideas, but we need somebody who hasn't been, you know, just kind of around forever, you know, doing kind of the same thing, and sometimes that's unfortunately nothing, or at least not enough that will benefit our ward. Mm -hmm. So we need someone who will be uh, communicating with the residents, who will be working on the issues such as fixing our roads, uh, cleaning up the abandoned or dilapidated houses, and getting new homes to come to Kankakee and also to work on things like code enforcement because there's a lot of homes in Kankakee that they don't enforce the code or if they do sometimes they you know seem to go after certain people even if they're not violating things it is unfair the situation some sense. people that I've spoken to have ended yeah. up in, in yeah. situations like that and so I believe we need you know really a new start uh, for a fresh face on the city council that can bring that needed change we have some first, first graders to watch this show right yeah he can't stand when I talk about grades First graders, so second graders, I could go up. Second graders who watch the show. Yeah. And they may not know exactly what the job of an alderman is. Mm -hmm. What exactly does the alderman do? Not what you believe, mm -hmm. but what is the exact role of the alderman that you're yeah. running for office for? Yeah, well, an alderman, what they do is kind of like what the rest of the city council, but like I said, it is their job to represent their ward. So if mm -hmm. a resident reaches out and they have a question, you know, the alderman should get back to them and answer their question. If they have something they want brought to city council, the alderman should bring it up as a concern to voice that for them. Yeah. Whether they yeah. agree with that opinion or not, they should, should voice it. Because when you're an alderman, you should be an alderman for all. You should represent everybody, right. regardless of their skin color, their religion, their political affiliation, whether you agree with 
with them or not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going beyond that, it is just your job to be, you know, really active in the community and to be there. You want to be accessible because not everybody, you know, may have your phone number or may have your, be on your social media page like that. You know, some people, they only can meet you at the door and you have to be willing to meet them there and to make sure that they have what they need and that you are doing everything you can do in your power to, you know, represent them to make sure they have what they need and that you make their world a better place. No, you got it. Part question. I'm ready. So you I'm gonna, talk. I ain't gonna give it to you back and forth, but for the first question, you said, um, well, for the first point, you said uh, fixing the roads mm -hmm. and fixing the houses. So why are yeah. those two areas so important for you? Yeah, well, those areas are important important for me, but they are also important for the rest of the residents because as I have gone door to door talking with people, the main things I have heard is people are you know dissatisfied with the condition of our roads. There are some roads that have you know ten potholes in them. Some intersections are look like they're sinking in. Some people don't have curbs in front of their houses. Other sidewalks are you know starting to look like the shape of a letter A, you yeah. know bulging up like that. And the main thing I think people want to see, not just in my ward but everywhere, is new housing in Kankakee. Because because there is such a humongous desire for people to move to Kankakee and if there is not new homes or at least quality and affordable homes for them to move to they can't move to our city and they cannot sure. become a part of our community and contribute to our city oh, that makes sense that makes sense perfect sense and then back to that what exactly is the sixth ward like what do you cover yeah, so the 6th Ward uh, starts on Maple Street, and then it goes to uh, Pearson Parkway to River Street. It splits down the middle of Elm, and then I believe it is um, Sheridan that it goes over to Cobb, and then it covers uh, all the rest of Cobb, and then it goes south to the Prairie Walk subdivision out by KCC, mm. uh, including Splash Valley okay. Uh, okay. out there. So we recently had the ward boundaries updated, so we actually acquired Prairie Walk uh, out by KCC, and then we lost some territory in the north uh, to the 7th and 2nd Okay, okay. Shout out to the first ward, North Vista. Any other ward? I was born, I born, but I was raised in the first ward. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the first ward. What was your ward? All love. You don't know what your ward was as a kid? Yeah. Shout out to all the wards. Yeah, all know. Yeah, all of them. So when you said you moved to Kankakee, did you move to the sixth ward and you've been there this yeah. whole time? Yeah, yeah, we moved to the sixth born ward and I've been yeah. there. So. Well, not born, but. Yeah. 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 I, I consider Early myself childhood. as, as native Kankakeean as, as anybody else. Yes. So, sure. And you know what? Aroma Park is Kankakee. Yeah, to me, oh, it's, yeah. it's really so just I, kind of an extension. I of went to school out there. So. Aroma Township unincorporated Kankakee. That's right. Yeah, okay. so, Aroma Township. Yeah, so right. kind of kind of unofficial Kankakee, right. uh, as you may call okay. it. Okay, they so, named the school Aroma Park, though. Why the school's gone now. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you know, you're bringing up old stuff that don't on, even man. matter. I'm playing. <laughs> no, but I wanted to bring up something else too because yeah, sure. um, a lot of top, well, one topic that is um, should be spoken on a lot is race. And you brought up, mm -hmm. but no matter what race or religion, yeah. you've been knocking on everybody's door. Yeah. So, um, how has that been for you talking to different people? You know, I've always had a very diverse group of friends and people that I know in my community. So to me, it is just natural to talk with everybody and to treat everybody equal. I believe that not only, you know, under United States law that everybody's equal, but as a Christian, I believe that everybody is equal. God made everybody equal and everybody should be treated equal. And, you know, so to me, it's only natural to treat everybody. You know, we may have our differences, such as the color of our skin, our religion, our political views, things like that. But it's like that doesn't mean that we can't get along and still have respect for one another. And I believe we need to show that not only in our words, but also our actions yeah, towards sure. other at all times. That's important. I it mean, is. People need to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 99.6% the same. We fight over 0.04. Yeah. 
So no, I'm with you, hundred percent. So we've talked religion. I heard you say a little religion that you are, yeah. you know, religious based. Um, we have talked race. Mm -hmm. We have talked a lot of different things, and it all boils down to communication, right? Because that's yeah. what you did when you walked around. Yep. So I want to ask you, how do we improve the communication? Yeah, well, I actually uh, have a... Between city officials and the public. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all right. No, I actually have a plan uh, for that. So what I will do day one after I'm elected is each alderman, after they're elected, they get a card uh, mm -hmm. with their city phone number and email on that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, once again, walk to every door in my ward and make sure that everyone has that card. But I'm oh, also wow. going to introduce myself to anyone who I did not have the opportunity to talk to with the first time. Right. Because I want to make sure that every resident in my ward has my phone number and email, way to contact me. Mm -hmm. You know, I will work on a web website if I need to. I actually built a website for my campaign uh, personally, and so yeah. I would consider doing something like that. Can you give us your campaign, campaign website? Uh, yeah, it's actually uh, Nolan Bukowski for sixwardalderman.com. So, yeah, Say it one more time. Uh, Nolan Bukowski for sixwardalderman.com. That's right. So, I like yeah. that. So I, I, I made that no, website. No, I got a point. He laughs at my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually made that website for my campaign to uh, give information on my platform, uh, mm -hmm. who I am, my experience in the community, and many other things, especially voting information for people who don't know where their polling place is, uh, when to vote, or even how to register to vote and other things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I know our city has our website, but I believe that not everyone either visits that or knows how to get that. So I want to make sure that I can kind of have myself as a resource for them to either get there or if they just have specific questions that I can, you know, answer that for them, whether that be, you know, through a phone call, an email, them right. visiting a website, or when I knock on their door and introduce myself and say, you know, I'm, I'm here if you need something. Be easily um, accessible. So, sure, yeah, exactly. Sure. It's all, all about he's well spoken. Hold on. Well that's spoken. That's all on the back of his card that every person got. Yeah, every every card that I hand out when I knock on people's doors and talk with them, it has my full platform on the back, my Facebook page, and my website with that. So people have been able to contact me mm -hmm. uh, throughout the campaign if they've needed anything, whether they have a question, they want a yard sign, you know, anything. I've made myself completely accessible. Yeah. And even if people have wanted my phone number, you know, I've handed that out and said, you know, give me a call or text whenever. I'm happy to help with whatever yeah. you need. Well said. Well I'm gonna say it again. He's well spoken. Oh yeah. Well spoken. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love talking. Yeah, no, definitely. That boy, that boy good. So you said your platform is on the back of your car. So let's talk about it. What are your goals for you once you get in office? Yeah, well, I have many, many goals, but like I said, the main goals are to improve communication because okay. that is the main thing that is lacking in our ward. There are many people that I have talked to who said they don't know how to get a hold of their alderman. Some of them don't know who their alderman is, and others are feeling that they are not, you know, represented because right. they can't access, they can't reach their alderman because they're not accessible. So they're like, you know, I don't know who to go to on this. You know, who would I contact? You know, things like of that nature. Right. Yeah. And then, like I said, also the roads because there is almost on every street there is either a pothole, people's curbs are missing, their sidewalks. Uh, even as I walk, I almost trip on some These sidewalks as I, as I walk yeah. through my ward. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I think that we can do better than that and that, you know, we should not have to, you know, put up with that or deal with that as a ward. We can do better, you know, when it comes to that. And I think the other main thing that should be addressed, especially as somebody young, but also our youth, have really not been given all the help that they could be with that. I believe that we need to encourage and empower our youth to do the things such as what I'm doing when it comes to running for public office, being involved in the community, and even if they're not old enough to do things like that, you know, just to have them, you know, have something to do with that, whether that be, you know, summer jobs, uh, activities during the summertime, or when they're out of school, things like that, because unfortunately, a lot of our kids, if they don't have something else to do, they can find themselves in a bad situation, or they'll, you know, do something else, and we need to make sure that we provide that better option and make that accessible for them. That's a great stance, because... 
again, we had another alderman on, and I believe she said that, and don't quote me verbatim, but I, I believe she said it was less than 50% of people under the age of 40 actually vote on these type of elections. Yeah, yeah. Kankakee has always had a problem when it comes to voter turnout. I believe it was four years ago, the last time there was an alderman election. Mm -hmm. In my ward, the uh, county, or at least Kankakee area, only had about 12% of voters uh, turn out with that. So it is very abys abysmally low. And even during, I think, a presidential or midterm year, our county only sees maybe 65% as the highest voter turnout. Uh, for our entire county so it is always like every one out of three voters or less uh, turns out and you know that's really a shame because there I believe there's a lot of good candidates around here who are running and you know if the people who would vote for them don't get out and vote you know they're not going to win and they won't have the opportunity to get in office and to make a change and yeah. to make our community a better place so yeah. we need to to make sure people get out and vote because to me that's the most one single important thing that you can do if you do nothing else in your life but vote that's Voting is really one thing you right. should do. Sure. So, sure. as they yeah. say, if you don't vote, you really just ignore your voice, and you have no reason to complain. Yeah, you didn't even attempt. Yeah, say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, do you think our main streets and or downtown is healthy and successful? You know, I do believe our downtown, uh, for the most part, is on a good track with that. But unfortunately, we do have uh, some things that are kind of hindering it because right now we have three of the buildings with the uh, old Kankakee Federal, the Clock Tower, and the PNC Bank building were all bought about around two years ago by the same uh, developer. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have sat for that time now, mainly due to supply issues. But now, I believe they have kind of overextended themselves by buying so much property. And mm -hmm. so now they are currently not having anything happen. There's no new businesses coming coming in, there's not development happening in those buildings. Which is and crucial. That's, I mean, that's exactly. And, and those are like some of the biggest buildings downtown. You could fit, you know, hundreds of small businesses in each of those buildings. And so I believe our downtown is, you know, a very great place. It is, you know, looking good right now, but we need to keep up with that momentum. And right now that is not happening. And so mm -hmm. we need to, you know, make a change or do something. Otherwise, we're not going to progress any further than we have uh, with sure. that. Sure. So. Man, I like, I like the platforms you come from. Mm. It was a good platform. Like them, boy. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Man, that was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I want a rebuttal like, no. No, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're making sense for sure. Definitely. That's what the previous older woman said, too, about the, the roads, the streets was her main yeah. concern, and we've been seeing them roads get fixed. Yeah, yeah. slowly roads, but surely. The roads she, the main road she said, you've been seeing them get touched on, so it's good to see it in action. So right. it's good to hear him say that. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? So if that's the main goal, then it's going to happen. Especially yeah. what the city has started to do with the bike lanes mm -hmm. and the lights and the fest. They made it more festival, yeah. festival, festive downtown. I don't know why I can't yeah. talk today. I mean, you know. <laughs> festive. <laughs> festive downtown. Um, so, yeah, I, that makes perfect sense what you say with the buildings. Like, so we're doing our part. Why wouldn't yeah. we put the pressure to make it so that the rest of the city is growing yeah, while exactly. we're putting into it? Yeah. yeah. That makes perfect sense. Perfect so sense. what would you say to another alderman or someone else or even a citizen who would rebuttal that and say, well, this is what needs to be worked on. Something else needs to be touched on. Like, yeah. how would you, 
Yeah, well, what I would say is that, you know, while our downtown is our key centerpiece and probably arguably one of the most important parts of our city, mm -hmm. I believe that we need to give equal, you know, focus and treatment of all parts of town because, you know, for Kankakee, we are a city that is surrounded by, you know, not only neighboring communities such as Bourbon and Bradley, mm -hmm. but we have a lot of smaller towns further out on the outskirts from us. Mm -hmm. And so if you're coming in from Limestone, Moments, Bourbon or Bradley, maybe like Otto Township, you know, out there, you are, you are coming into Kankakee and everywhere, whether it be the north, south, east, or west side, mm -hmm. is a entrance point for our city. And yeah. so we need to make sure that we work on each and every point because in the end, you know, we can have a nice downtown, right. but if the rest of our town or city around it does not look nice, people mm -hmm. won't come to our downtown or visit our city. So we need to make sure that each of those entrance points look equally as good I agree. Uh, with that and are prospering as well. I agree. Man. Look, all right, look. all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so what are the most pressing issues in office outside of the roads, right? Because I know that's major. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the most pressing issues that you think when you first get in, you have to address? Yeah, well, like I said, you know, I've said a lot of times, but it's the communication. That is the main reason that I decided like to run for alderman, yeah. because communication is key, as they say, and it is the most important part of what keeps a ward connected, but it also makes sure that people feel like they are heard, that they are represented, that they have a voice, and that, you know, things get done. Because if you as a alderman are not talking to your residents, you're not going to know what they need, how they feel on, you know, certain issues that you may vote on. And, you know, it's hard to, you know, do things in your ward, such as... Is, you know have events whether they be block parties or anything like yeah. that if you're not communicating with your residents letting them know hey this is what's happening or you know we're going to be voting on this you know in the next city council meeting what are your thoughts on this you know right. things like that and those are some of the things I want to bring there we actually my block that I live on had not had a block party for 35 years oh, wow. and so I got together with a few of my neighbors and we put on a block party and we had around 50 to 100 people attend on our block and from right. all the neighboring areas Did you have and a DJ? we didn't have a didn't have a DJ but we had a Bounce House. Uh, we had some of my other neighbors came and played some music on their guitars. We had face painting. Uh, we grilled. We grilled in the streets. Uh, pretty much everything. Everything but a DJ. All of that Come sounds on. perfect. So we, hey, but yes, you got so the man. largest DJ in the land ready to go yeah so we yeah so we, we did that but those are some of the things I want to bring to my ward because I believe that you know everybody should know their neighbors but at the same time you should get together with those in your community you, you should know who's on your block the rest of your street and the neighboring blocks and streets like that and that is one of the best ways to build community relations and not just with neighbors but also public officials and our police and other things because you know going off of communication again I believe that there is somewhat of a lack of kind of communication required cooperation between our residents and our police when it comes to that and we need to work to bridge that gap because if we don't have our residents able to feel like they can trust our police and tell them when something happens in Kankakee they won't tell them you know like hey I saw you know this crime happen or you know if they're a witness right. we you know want them to tell the police everything they know to help them solve that crime and to to find a resolution and if they don't trust the police they're not going to feel comfortable to tell them that so we need to make sure that you know our fellow community members whether they be residents public officials law enforcement anything that we, you know, trust each other, that we know one one another like we're neighbors. Yeah, so. That's what I was going to bring up, too, when it comes yeah. to uh, police and, mm -hmm. and the kids, bro. Like, yeah. the kids are major here in this community. Mm -hmm. um, that's the main reason why we do what we do, to encourage them to do something positive. So, yeah. what can you offer as far as the kids in your ward and the kids in Kankakee? Because that's a major topic yeah. as well. 
Yeah, well, like I said, um, first of all, I would do the uh, like summer activities. And if some kids were interested in like the summer jobs and things like that, I want to make sure that when they're out of school, they have something to do during the summer or other times like that so that they don't, you know, make a less, you know, wise choice such as, you know, joining a gang, getting in a bad influence, you know, whatever, things like that. Mm -hmm. But also, like I said, to make sure that they are able to trust the police and other members of their community, Mm -hmm. but just to make sure that they have something to do, whether they want to, you know, go outside and have fun and play if they want to volunteer if they want to learn more, you know, about how their government works, other things like that. I think it would be great if there was something of like a junior alderman, you know, on some wards, right. if an alderman took, you know, oh, kids like kind that. of under yeah. un- un- their wings, you yeah. know, to show them that this is how government works. You know, this is what a day in the life of somebody who works, right. you know, in the city does. Because right now what I see happening is there's a lot of people my age and younger who have no interest in politics, which yeah. is why a lot of them don't vote. Right. And yeah. a lot of them don't know how their government works. And so I believe that if we as, you know, elected officials, or people who have knowledge of government are to show them or take them under our wings and show them, you know, you could do this one day right. or, you know, mm-hmm. this is how it works, yeah. that they could be inspired to run one day because no, maybe that sure, will sure. pique their interest or they will see, you know, hey, I see a place for me, you know, in my community where I can run or, you know, I could do this by, you know, running for, for that sure. office. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's crazy so, how much people focus on the presidential election mm-hmm. and not realize that he does not have as much power. Yeah. Not saying that he's not the most powerful. We're not. That's not what's being said. Yeah. But as much power in your daily lives and rules and regulations yeah. uh, as your mayor yeah. or your aldermans or your any of your local city officials. Yeah. You know. So how a police uh, force works comes from a mayor giving down to a chief who interprets it his way and is supposed to enforce it. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's way less than what your president. It's doing for you daily. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, advertised. I, I, I like what you said, man. That's well more said. advertised, presidential stuff. You know, they have more commercials, more visible debates, all that. Perfect, stuff. perfect lead in. Mm-hmm. Funding. Mm. <laughs> How are you funding your campaign? Yeah, well, I started actually out of my own pocket with that. I had a little bit saved up, so I used that to purchase some of my cards and yard signs yeah, that I put out there. So I put, yeah, yeah so a little, little bit aside that I use for that. And other than that, it has been mainly those who live in my ward or any family or friends that I have who live in Kankakee or in Kankakee County with that. They've all been. Yeah. You know, Shout out to Stevie B from Kankakee. Shout out. <laughs> we know he's open as well. You see that hoodie too, man. That hoodie yeah. look fresh, my boy. What does yeah. that say? Uh, Nolan Bukowski for six words. The whole time I've been trying to sneak and read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah, stand up and let see the back? Yeah, too. Oh, yeah. sure. He got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the back says, Get rolling with Nolan, Six Ward. I like that. Okay, okay, for sure. Like that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Who made that for you? Yeah. Look at him. You want your hoodie. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, we got an extra one or two if you want one. <laughs> He's going to wear it on the next show. Watch him. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so what's more important for our city right now? Building new homes and commercial space, or rehabbing, expanding, and better utilizing our existing homes and storefronts. You know, I would say it's a bit of both because, as I mentioned before, Kankakee does need new housing with that. We, we need new housing. I believe that uh, in all parts of town, we can still build new commercial spaces like mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we are to build some new homes and commercial spaces, we do need to first focus on what we already have. You know, because there is many, even in my ward and a few blocks from me, there are some abandoned or dilapidated houses and places yeah. like that that need to be worked on because ultimately, 
ultimately the fact of the matter is, is that if we don't fix up what we have, we're not going to be able to attract new developers and people who want to build homes or start a business here if they don't see it, you know, as a good or nice or clean place like that. So we need to, like I said, kind of, you know, look inwards in our own community and start there and, you know, build out. Well said, well said. When you look at Bourbon A, when you look at Bradley, you see the growth, not just commercially, mm-hmm. but how they're doing, growing, bringing in residents, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. You see new parts, mm-hmm. but you see there's a lot of upkeep on what they already have as well. So it's not like it's spreading outward yeah. Yeah. and it's not staying where, at least where it was at. Yeah. So the upkeep is there, yeah. yeah. So pretty much yeah. renovate what we already have. Yeah, yeah, work on what we have and fix that up and then, you know, expand from there. For sure, for sure. From the ground up. That sounds like something you would say. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, like you said, we got who award you running for? Man, all of them. <laughs> Not the all six. Not the six. So how do you feel about the transportation options currently available in our city? Before you answer, mm-hmm. uh, can all of our residents um I can get out affordably get to where they need to go? And if you don't think so, how could you improve on it? You know, I believe we have a very good transportation, like with River Valley Metro and all that. And Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, not everyone in Kankakee owns a car, but for those who don't, a lot of us have bikes. Mm -hmm. Uh, With that, I use my bike sometimes if I go to the farmer's market during the summertime with that. But I believe, but I I love my chocolate cakes there. (laughs) And so, you know, I think we have pretty good transportation options. I believe there could always be more, but I think with what we currently have, everybody in Kankakee can get to where they need to go with that at an affordable rate and, you know, within a pretty timely fashion. I agree. I agree. When it first started, it was a buck. I don't know if it's still a buck. I haven't been on it in a long time. I think time. it is. It's either a buck or two, maybe two bucks now, but I, I believe it's I, I think they changed the transfers because you used to be able to get unlimited transfers off that dollar. Hmm. I think they changed We're going to do a show on a bus. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. You're going to be driving the bus while we're <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold yeah, it is after yeah. a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah I, I think that's one and of the everyone. greatest things that that they do yeah, offering it after yeah. it gets so cold yeah. with that. That's yeah. that's definitely something that yeah. our residents need. Shout out to the buses. So when it get cold, we got a free place to shoot the show, man. Put yeah. the lights on. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, yeah, the whole What's this generator doing on the bus? Sit back. Yeah. <laughs> Sit back. <laughs> Sit back. So if you received a million dollar grant to use in the city any way you want it, what would you do with it and why? You know, I would mainly start on, like I said, working, uh, starting with what we already have. I would probably fix up some homes uh, in in the ward with that. So in your ward, is there, I don't know, I don't know if you're able to tell us, but is there a certain area you're speaking about? Because he told us already, In his ward, he has not. Not, There's not really a specific area. But it's more it's more kind of like just houses here and there. There are some streets that yeah. are, you know, less good than others, but right. it's really there's a little bit here and there, you know, that needs to be worked on. But I believe if we work on the houses we already have, if we invest a little bit more into our infrastructure to fix right. up a few of our, our main streets that are more traveled through like that, and whatever we have left over, if we build some new houses with that, right. that will kind of spur that growth we need because out in the Prairie Walk subdivision that we annexed into our ward mm-hmm. uh, with the recent boundary changes there is room to build almost 100 new homes out there and if we put some of that money towards building the homes because there's a lot of lots for sale out there right now and they're only about 10,000 each so even if you bought 10 lots and you built 10 new homes with that that will bring new residents into the ward in the city and they will be you know paying into the tax dollars with that and we can use that money to go back so you can take that million dollar grant and you can turn it into something that generates revenue from new residents moving in so you don't you don't just have a million once you take that million and you keep rolling and over Flip with the projects that, that you invest in. 
I was trying to set him up, see what he was going to say. Man, he just, you want, you I needed him to not pinpoint nobody. He needed to show. It's, it's general, it need to be done. Not a specific area, you know. Do me again. Watch this, watch this. So with that, with a lot of these homes, if you're talking about setting them up, there's going to be a lot of upkeep for that. So how do you plan on upkeeping these houses for the future? Yeah, you know, Unfortunately, not everybody has the same, you know, skills, abilities, and means to keep up their homes. Mm -hmm. But luckily for them, through the uh, ECDA or the e uh, Economic Development and Community Agency with the city, they offer a lot of programs to help residents mm -hmm. with things like that. If you uh, buy a ring doorbell uh, for your home, you can get reimbursed for that. If you need work done, I believe it's either on your furnace or other uh, appliances or things like that, the city can give you money. Uh, once you pay for that, they can reimburse you for that. And when it comes to, okay. you know, other things outside, there's a variety of grants that not only the city offers, but also on a state and federal level and other programs there. And so as aldermen, I will make sure that people know about those yeah. resources because, you know, like I said, not everybody knows how to everybody keep up a home and do that. Yeah. So for those who yes, don't, we need you. to make sure that they are aware of those programs so that they can take advantage and make sure their home is just as nice as anybody else's. So that's sure, huge because that's not something that is pushed enough not advertised yeah. bro I yeah. remember when Kinkiki was doing the windows and they were helping everybody with low income mm -hmm. they were helping you reseal your windows mm -hmm. but it was so poorly I don't even think it was just low income I think they were just doing all over the city because they had a grant period because yeah. I think there were actual businesses doing it as well mm -hmm. uh, but it was so poorly communicated that it went more towards larger businesses to get to a lot of homes the funds they had yeah. so yeah man yeah I'm mind people, blown. People need to mind blown. Ages, age is not a number. I mean, age is nothing but a number. Here is. That's what the lady <laughs> said. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think you have any personal or professional relationships that could become a conflict uh, of interest while you were serving as a council member? You know, there's not any I can think of. I already, you know, know some people who are on the city council or who work for the city with that, but I would say it is more of a, you know, beneficial relationship for the city and my community. Anybody that I do know or already work with in the city is because it benefits the city and not myself because yeah. I am someone who will always put my ward, my community, and my city first before that. You know, I'm not here, you know, just to get a salary or, you know, health insurance or being alderman or anything like that. I am here to, you know, serve my community and give back my time and and put Kankakee first. So, so, oh, yeah. So, what is your approach to handling controversial and complicated issues? You know, I believe there's a lot of controversial uh, issues, and you know, in today's day and age, people can get offended at almost anything. You know, there, right. there is tons yeah. of stuff out there on the internet and in plain sight that people, mm -hmm. you know, get riled up and you know, start things every day. There's a new argument on everything every day. Yeah. I see those. You're gonna have your yeah. info out yeah. there, and man, so they're gonna be able to reach yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like you and you know, cancel I, culture is a real thing. Yeah, I, I believe that is a real thing. Yeah. But I think what we need to do, not only myself but everyone, is we need to, you know, take a step back. And and look at the situation and say, you know, why are we getting, you know, mad or upset? You know, is it even worth getting upset? Because right. some things that people get upset are are ultimately silly. There are some issues that I think people have a right to be angry for. Yeah. With that, I don't blame anybody if you're getting upset at bigger political issues. Yeah. But I think that we need to, you know, make sure that we are seeing things from others' points of view because obviously it depends on, you know, where you grew up, how you were raised, you know, maybe what job you work at. You know, now that may affect, you know, how you view things politically mm -hmm. or personally with that. For sure. 
and we need to not be judging others, you know, based on who they are, where they came from, and what they believe. I myself have always tried to take a very moderate approach with things. You know, I have my personal opinion on political matters, but I'm not out there to, you know, enforce it on others or say, you know, you're going to believe what I believe. It's like, that's not how I am. It's like, I want to hear what you believe. And, you know, maybe I will agree with you or not. But when I'm alderman, it will still be my job to represent you regardless. And I will make sure. Yeah, I want to speak for everyone. You know, we may not have the same, you know, opinions, but regardless, both sides will be heard. And, you know, in the end, in a lot of cases, it is, you know, unfortunately, majority rules, you know, when it comes to voting in certain ways. But I believe that as long as people are allowed to voice their opinions on both sides, at least people know, you know, what they're voting for or against. People should at least hear, you know, both sides and then take the time to make that decision. So rather than trying to hide one side and promote the other, it should be, you know, equal opportunity to both bring each platform up. So on whatever issue it happens to be. That's small. So what skills and experience do you currently have that will be beneficial for you uh, once you get on city council? If elected. Yeah. So... I'll go off the being the tech savvy again. That would be one of my main uh, skills with that currently. I believe that's kind of lacking a bit in our ward there. Uh, so I would bring that if anybody, you know, needs help with social media or, you know, using anything in a phone and, you know, my ward, it's like that's something I can help them with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally have a very good, um, you know, knowledge of connections and where to go with the city with that. So if somebody's like, oh, you know, uh, there's a dog running loose on the neighborhood or, you know, there's a pothole on my street or, you know, whatever the case may be with that, I would be able to get them in connection, you know, with who they need to, to talk for a city department. There was a couple weeks ago, they had a, um, they repaved like the corner of uh, one of the streets in my ward and they had the uh, drain on the corner was a couple feet down. And so it actually created a pothole like above it, there was just like open space. And so I reached out to the city and got in contact with the department so that they can do a drain lift on that to bring it up to the level. And so I, You know, while I may be young, like I said, age is just a number because I have lots of knowledge and skills. I know the people that, you know, need to be talked to to get things done. And people, you know, seem to listen to me maybe more than others, you know, when it comes to people in my ward. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we need somebody who can, you know, communicate with everybody, whether they're a public official or resident, to to get things done. But I've had those skills. But on top of that, I'm a fast learner. I know that some people may think, you know, if we, you know, elect him, that's like he is new to the city council, so he may not, you know, know as much or not in it but it's like I have had many jobs and I've learned all of them quickly and picked them up so it's like whatever I don't know I'm quick to learn uh, with that and I've I've always been able to work with anybody like I said you know regardless of what your you know religion skin color you know political affiliation anything like that it's like I look forward to working with everyone on the city council I want to be you know bipartisan and you know willing to work with everyone whether whether we agree or not because you know as I say as long as you're pro Kankakee I want to work with you so you over here making his day a lot of work oh yeah Baby jobs, pro He over there dancing. I'm shocked that he yelled. His favorite thing to yell yeah. is what's your favorite thing to yell? Yeah, he didn't say during his speech. Listen to man. Yeah, yeah man, that's great. that's great. So, what previous community involvement have you had here in Kankakee or elsewhere? Yeah, well, all of my community involvement has always been in Kankakee, but it started when I was 14. I founded the Kankakee Cleanup Crew, which basically was an organization that took volunteers ages 14 and up, and it was mainly comprised of teenagers like myself at the time, and we would help residents or local businesses or areas within the city of Kankakee to kind of clean up their yards with that, because there was a lot of residents who either did not possess the time, the money, the skills, or, you know, some of them were housebound or other things like that, so they could not 
you know, leave their home to beautify their yards like that. And so we would come in with a crew of volunteers. We would take, you know, an hour, maybe a couple hours, and we would, you know, clean up their yard right. or help them. We would just give our time and resources, and, you know, people would donate to us sometimes to cover some of the projects we did. But we worked on uh, repainting the gazebo in Cobb Park. Okay. Uh, we worked on the Frank Lloyd Wright house where we rebuilt their ramp uh, that goes out towards the river. We painted their fence at the end of the street there. We laid stones for their garbage cans that they have there now. All and volunteer. Then, okay. Yeah, all, all volunteer. Yeah, how 100%. old were you when you started this? I was 14 when I started that. Come on, man. And we also worked Young on the legend, Kankakee County Farmers Bureau on the west side. We cleaned up their entire property when they were over there. It was littered with garbage and weeds, and we cleaned out the entire thing. It, it looked like new for the first time in, in many years. And on top of that, I've been involved in many other ways. But one of my other ways is I started a Facebook page called Shopping in Kankakee is for you and okay. me. Okay. And I went to local businesses, and I would interview the owners. I would get the story on you know when they started the business, why they started it. I would get their hours, any sales or discounts they had going going on and I would do a free promotion online of their business uh, on Facebook and I would share it with anyone I knew yeah. and we would get almost up to 20,000 views on each post with that yeah. so we had almost tens of thousands of people seeing every post we made and every business afterwards saw an increase in business after I did sure. that and that was 100% free I did not charge anything I did that entirely because I wanted to see our local businesses succeed mm -hmm. because we have you know a lot of chain businesses that still contribute around mm -hmm. here but I believe that our local businesses are truly, you know, our brothers and sisters yeah, in the community, yeah. and we need to make sure that we support them first Take and foremost. Them, sure. Yeah, with that. Sure. And I've had other things that I've been involved on uh, with that. Recently, they had the uh, campaign to keep home rule in Kankakee. I volunteered mm -hmm. for that. I wrote a article in the Kankakee City newspaper. I walked door to door throughout my ward and other parts of the city. I uh, wrote posts on social media and talked with others about the benefits of why we should keep that. Because while ultimately, you know, it may not be perfect and our government may not be perfect, we still need to make sure that we, you know, keep the local control and the abilities That's to, crazy. you know, improve I mean, our city. With I, when I say crazy, it's mind blowing. You mesmerized I, over there. Mes Look at you. I see. Yeah. And, you know, among other things, I was also involved in the Bike Against Violence campaign. Okay. I, in the last um, campaign they had, they actually had me make the map, and I was chosen to lead the race throughout the entire city uh, sure. with that. So we the went whole by. City. Yeah, the whole city. The whole we went city. We went everywhere that there had been Did you either. Ride as well? Yeah, he he rode through. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, through Steve, got the city. Stevie B was was right there with me, and we we yeah. rode we rode through everywhere that there had been a shooting or any major crime. We right. we rode everywhere by there uh, with that just to let people know that we were out and that you know people should you know be aware of not only the violence that's happening in their community but the fact that you know there is power in numbers and that when we all work together you know we can overcome you Absolutely. know our problems or our crime. We don't have to you know live in fear of the crime that happens. We can stand together as a community and right. we can overcome overcome that sure, uh, with it. Sure. So, Stevie B from Kankakee, your son's 14 years old. You already know he says, Dad, I want to get in politics. Then he comes back and says, Dad, now, before I do that, though, I want to get into a voluntary group. I want to lead. I want to do free work for people. I want to try to make things a lot better for those in need. How does that hate you? How does that... Like I said, I, I expected it because I think that's what he saw growing up. Okay. We all volunteered. That was natural to us. Yeah. We chose what we liked. He chose what he mm -hmm. liked. And Very we nice. support that. For sure. For sure. Uh, it, you know, when you think of politics, you don't think of family. Yeah. And I know it seems like I ask you a lot of questions, but I really, I want to showcase the fact that you have a father here yeah, who's behind you 100%. That's major, bro. Um, yeah. And coming from our community, 
You know, you don't run into too many fathers at an early age in life. Now, once you get a certain, like I'm 38, right? So at 38, now my father's really behind me because he's like, you got a career. Your head is on a lot better. Yeah. Now you make sense. Let's, whatever you want to get into, <laughs> let's get behind it. But your dad at 14, I mean, when you were 14, he's like, yeah, this is what you want to do. Let's do it. Let's get it. Yeah. And it's been behind you um, wholeheartedly. So yeah. I also want to showcase and, and again, give you flowers because that's phenomenal. You're a blessed man. You're a blessing and blessed as well to have a great son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I need you to make sure your son is ready. Nah, you're gonna do something. Ain't got no choice on it. Yeah, I'm happy to get him started. Man, sure. that's for sure. <laughs> it truly is. It truly is. So give me one second here. What does being a productive human being mean to you? Well, to me, I believe that, you know, everyone who is able should contribute to society and, you know, whatever way, shape, or form is good for you. Unfortunately, you know, not everyone is able to, you know, leave the house. You know, some of us have, you know, disabilities or other effects that, you know, prohibit us from doing stuff. But I believe that no matter what situation you're in, you can always do something. Even if you, you know, are housebound, you can always still, you know, write motivational speeches online and do that. If you, you know, maybe don't have a lot of money, but you have a lot of time, you can volunteer. If you don't have a lot of time, but you are, you know, a lucky lot winner and you yeah. have money you can invest into yeah. your community and projects and support things hit. like that i'm gonna hit my boy hey <laughs> oh yeah saying that for yeah. it's and, time yeah and so i believe that you know it's really whatever you can do to make a positive change in your community no matter how big or small that is because you know ultimately not everybody can make you know a huge impact or do a whole lot because yeah. maybe you're limited on time resources you only know so many people you can only do so much but if each and every one of us just do something no matter how small yeah. they're it's just like pennies they add that's and right. when we all you know work together and do that that makes a great change there are so many things you know on this planet that have occurred and it has be been because of the cooperation of you know many humans and not just one right. person you know doing it. it it takes a village you know to get these things done and we need to work together if we want to see you know the big change well said well and said. what's the famous sentence i taught you from the womb oh oh there's so many <laughs> uh oh there's no such word as, as camped. camped. Yeah. For sure. Nice. Yeah. For sure. So nice. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. If you want to do it. Yeah. I always say that the only person who can stop you is yourself. And, you know, as long as you are willing to do it and put yourself out there and give it your all, you know, the worst you can do is fail. But, you know, it's better than not trying because you fail 100% of the time that you don't try. So For if sure. you try, For you've sure. you've gone further than most. Mm -hmm. yeah. so. For sure. We, we really appreciate you coming on. We really appreciate you talking politics with us, letting us know where you stand, show how great of a human being you are, how relatable and approachable, uh, how well you would fit in the office. Young legend, so, my boy. Absolutely. Legend yeah. is an understatement. Yeah. So we truly appreciate you. But I think now it's time to ask a couple questions. Not too much, because I know we don't want to, we got to make sure the image stays there. Um, but a couple questions that are a little bit away from politics. Sure. Can you, outside of politics, can you give us one of your unpopular opinions? I'm trying to think here. Most of my opinions are pretty popular, so. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I maybe. Well, I think chocolate syrup belongs on pancakes. Okay. That's, okay. That's okay. My opinion. So a lot, a lot of my family and friends think I'm a little strange for that, but that's that's my opinion. <laughs> I personally think it's a little off, but I wouldn't. Man, you know, you know. Would you? Me got an Android, so that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only concern. You walked right into it. I tried to save you. I did. Well, maybe that's my other. <laughs> Every unpopular opinion I have, don't pay him no mind. He tears me up. 
tears me up. I try not to say him on the show. <laughs> One time I told him cereal was a soup. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> he was so mad. Look, see? Yeah. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> cereal <laughs> is a soup. You know it's not, bro. Vegetables. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter if you think it, it doesn't matter if you think cereal is a soup. It is the fact that you pour the cereal and then the milk, and not the milk and then the cereal. This is true. So. This is cereal true. then the milk. Yeah, you cereal, the cereal then the milk. first. Yeah. Agreed. And it's in a bowl. And yeah. it's in a bowl. Yeah. And it's warm though. Yeah. What well, soup warm. is warm? No, they have cold soup. Cereal ain't warm, bro. They have cold soups. Oatmeal's in a bowl. Next question, question, bro. Look at <laughs> Steve Next. B. From KKK. I like it. So, uh, do you like sports? Yeah, I do. I do like sports. So, I watch uh, mainly the Chicago teams, like the Chicago Blackhawks, mm-hmm. um, Cubs, White Sox, uh, the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I think it was either they gave Kane okay, and then Kane got traded again. Yeah. yeah. Now, talking of, speaking of unpopular opinions, um, them getting rid of him was a very bad choice on their part. There, I think they uh, need to have a bit of change in leadership, especially since you didn't get better. You know, I can see yeah. if you got better. Man, you he was getting go. numbers. What you mean? No, nah, not before they got rid of him. He was starting. Kane was getting numbers, bro. <laughs> You're right. Stop it. <laughs> so Chicago teams, those are your teams. Yeah, pretty we're much. We're sorry to hear that. Outside of a couple teams, a lot of Bears looking good. Here you go. They signed to them people, man. Here you go. You a Bears fan? Yeah, I yeah. I, I pray for the Bears every year, and then I let down they the same. They all of that to go nine and seven. I just. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers leaving. I think that's going open up the division. Open up the door. I and think the, that was their only nemesis. Well, you know I'm watching them, so I'm thinking too much of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other things do you do? Occupy your free time. Yeah, but doesn't seem like you have politics. Yeah, you know I don't little sports. Yeah, I don't have much free time with that because it mainly right now I'm involved in running my campaign, mm-hmm. going to school, and working for state representative Jackie okay. Haas. So most of my time uh, is Shout taken out. up with that. But in the time that I'm not uh, working or contributing to society, as I like to say. I usually spend time with family or friends. I try and make it to my grandmother's every weekend for dinner uh, nice. with that. So Sounds I believe, it's, I believe sure. it's very important to spend time with your family and friends. And right. I believe especially with older family members because, you know, they're not mm-hmm. going to be around for as long, you know, especially yeah. as a grandchild. A lot of people don't, you know, meet their great-grandparents or some of their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I really treasure that family time for with sure. that because I sure. believe that time you make memories, you know, you will cherish that the rest your life and that is you know priceless to have and i like that that's great bro what do you do with your free time you don't have much either my boy man chill bro work on this show he definitely i want you to know something at least three times a day he reached out to me talking about his editing on the show or what he has as an idea and every time I'm like, I believe it, that's cool. All right, go ahead and do it. Don't even watch it. Every Don't even watch it. Hey, multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> where I had to tell him, like, hey, if you want me to watch a part, tell me what you want me to watch and I'll watch it. He go, how come you don't watch the show? Because I was there. I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> I saw it live. <laughs> but yeah, man. But besides that, just chilling. Man, man, just yeah. maintaining to get myself together. Try to keep the quiet. Man, try to keep the quiet, man, because it's, it's hectic when we're working. You already know. Yeah. So, for sure. I'm a huge Lakers fan, so I try to make sure I get my Lakers in. I see your boys. They, they, look, they looking good. Man, they play tonight. AD good. is out. But well, that's a whole other story. We ain't going to make your story. They were the about nine, my Lakers and I keep going. Huh? They're number nine, ain't they? Yeah, they're number nine. Yeah. Okay. One game back from being out, though, too. One game Two out games out of being number six. six. Yeah. 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 I see you. Two games from being number six, so. I think we should beat them. So Stop, man. We're going to keep though. 
I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, still going for the keep Bulls. Going. I got to okay. got to keep my my most local team. For sure, for sure. If you could invite three people to to dinner, living or dead, who would they be? Uh, it'd probably be obviously my father, my mother, and probably my grandmother who I've really family. Yeah. That's love. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's love. Keep it in the family. Shout right. out to the family: grandmother, mm-hmm. mother, and father. Yeah, Stevie B. Kaki Key. Kaki Key, man. Oh yeah. What about you? Ooh, my granny for sure. Man, my pops for sure. And um, man, that's a good question, bro. Muhammad Ali, bro. Muhammad Ali? Yeah, I want to talk to now, you. Now, which Muhammad Ali you going to get? Later life? The young. In his prime, before prison, the after young, prison? The young one, before young, prison. When he was floating around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash. Yeah. 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 He going to sit still at dinner. That's going to be one of you. Right, right. So, but yeah, probably them three. What about you, my boy? Oh, man. Definitely both my grandmothers. Definitely two of my favorite human beings. I definitely miss them every day. Um, and the third person? I don't even know. I don't think I need a third person. Nah, bro. Nope. I gotta, gotta, gotta have a third. You gotta have a third. You ain't getting out of this. Me. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, why, you, why not no. Stevie B from Kankakee? <laughs> <laughs> Stevie B from Kankakee. There we go. <laughs> There we go. He gonna be like, "Yo, grandma's curse like this." <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself, oh, yeah, Stevie. 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 You, you, you wanted to come. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's okay. His mother isn't a saint either. Got it. Got it. Should pineapples be on a pizza? Definitely. Hell no. Yes. Yeah. What do you say? Oh yeah. yeah. Have you ever had it? I've had it. Yes. Hell no, bro. I could get just a pineapple pizza. And I had it. Yeah. yeah. Just pineapples. Wow, and I might as well let Stevie B sit up here. <laughs> we need that pie. Crazy. What is your ultimate life model? He wasn't ready for that. So many of them. We'll let you come. We'll come back to you. Let you think. What's your ultimate life model? Get your ass up. That is his big works by the Get your ass up, man. Go do something. Get up. Explain what that means. Um, pretty much what he said, bro. Don't let no age or nothing stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you set your mind to, man, you gotta. Once you put that first foot down, the rest of the steps is easy. But that's that be the hardest. That first you know step. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. your mind be fucking with you. People be messing with you. But yeah. once you submit that first step, right. Once we made that first show, bro, now we have four to something. You ain't lying. Taking off. So, and it getting easier man. and easier. It's like water now. So, man, you yeah. just got to get your ass up. We're going to let you shine and go last. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What about you, you ready? You want me to go? He says, I got to go. Let's get it. <laughs> Judge less, love more. That's my life model. I just say the golden rule. Follow the golden rule. The golden rule yeah. is? Do unto others as they do unto you. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Both, like both ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, both ways. Yeah. yeah. You never yeah. know who you're going to run into on the way up. Don't run them over. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Run into them and help them when you get up there. Yeah, for sure. I just put some up on Facebook like that the other day. Yeah. yeah. For nice. sure. For sure.
Your turn. We save the best for last. Well, my motto that I live by is, if I don't do it, who will? That's that's my motto. That's why I've done everything that I have done um, in my life, not just with my involvement in the community and politics and work and everything, but I have seen a lot of possibilities, and I thought, you know, something should be done about that. But if I, you know, I didn't see anything else being done about it, so I thought, you know, if I don't take it upon myself to make that happen, it's like, yeah, it's like, who else is going to do it? And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, dream about having it do be done when I know that I have the, you know, ability to do so. That's great to see, bro. Like, I know people keep saying it, man, but by you being so young and, and seeing it like that, it took us years to figure that out, you know, yeah. especially being from here in this environment mm-hmm. and good and bad, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, there's good, good and bad yeah, in Kankakee so. and, you know, sometimes some, you know, are overwhelmed by the bad or let the bad win, but in the end, I think if you, you know, can see the good and you are able to overcome the bad, that it's means that you're city, all, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is a great city. It's, yeah. you know, the best city, my my favorite city. I love Kankakee and, you know, I'm so proud to be from here and living here. And I think that those who can see the better side of Kankakee and who fight for it, those are truly, you know, the best people, the stronger people and those who, you know, will never give up. They will always see, you know, the good instead of the bad, you know, the glass isn't half empty or half full, you know, it's overflowing. Yeah. 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 And the words are broke dusty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, is there anything you really like to say to our viewers, your viewers, anybody watching that show? Shout outs, man. Not yet. What's next? Is there anything that you would particularly want to say to them? Me? Come yes, sir. Yeah, so. Look at me try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I would just say, you know, Throughout this, I ran, you know, to get better communication in the sixth ward and to do many other things such as, you know, improving our roads, getting new houses and other things. But in the end, you know, setting aside all these political issues, I think it's important that we have an alderman who represents everyone, you know, in all of our best interests and puts our ward and our city first and that we elect somebody who we feel will do something, not just somebody who we know or are friends with or think is nice, but somebody that we think will bring the real change and progress that we want to see and somebody who can bring a new voice to the city council because you know I think you can ask anybody but it's not every day that somebody who's 19 runs for an office and you know I may not be perfect but in the end I believe that I bring a lot to the table and you know I would love the opportunity to make Kankakee a better place because I believe that I have the ability to do so and much more oh yeah beautiful yeah for sure you can't let a politician come on and not let them have that last word look in shout outs look in ain't that what you said shout outs Go first. Me? Yeah. Shit. Um, shout out, shout out to all the uh, aldermen that's in office right now. And shout out to all of the candidates running for aldermen as well. Um, I think everybody has a vision for positivity and can't keep when you're in politics. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be driving a different car, you know what I'm saying, going a different direction. But for all in all, the betterment of Kankakee is what most people in office say. Yeah. So it's good to hear you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to hear the alderman that's already in office say that. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, like you said, it's time for action. So shout out to y'all, man, man and good luck to you. Yeah, thank um, you. Whether you win or not, man, you got our support. Yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? Man. So thank this you. ain't no first time, one time only. Reach yeah. out to us if you need something. Yeah, of course. And a shout out to y'all, man, for sure. Yeah, You're more than welcome you. to bring your organizations on. Uh, bring whatever you're working Anything, on. Anything, bro. You just want to come vent. Hey, I want to come vent. As long as you ain't got that Android. Nathan, <laughs> no. Nathan. If you don't come back with that Android, we fight. <laughs> Steve, do you have any shout-outs here for Kankakee? No. No? Leaving it up to him. Oh, man. Shout-out to you. Yeah, yeah shout-out to my son. We're going to let him last. I like it. Yeah, let's All get right. it. 
I want to give a shout out to supporters. Uh, supporters don't get enough love. So, be it friends, family, Stevie B's, um, Broke Dusties. Everybody supports in a different way. And uh, some of us are blessed. I know I am. Some of us are blessed. I have a lot of support in many different ways. So, And I say that you have great support, too. And I know you got it. I know you got it. So, yeah. yeah I didn't want to shout him out, but I had to because he do support me. So, you know, but shout out to people who support. I want to shout out uh, my homie A Villa. Yeah. yeah A Villa been going through a couple things lately. You know, he got a little, I want to put his business out there, but he he, he put it together. And uh, so I want him, him and Annette to know I support them as well. For sure. Uh, shout out the rest of the crew. Toronto, you going. Oh, yeah. Toronto 2023, yeah, we definitely doing that. Um, Kawhiville. Yeah, OVO. Are we out there? Yeah. Uh, Kawhi, he left there. Kawhi Land. Shout out to supportive parents more than anything. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of people who don't have supportive parents. I know a lot of people whose dreams were crushed. There's a lot of people. Their parents that, said, maybe not. Do. A lot of people yeah. do, for sure. So I definitely want to shout out supportive parents. Those who, you know, put their lives on the side or incorporate their child's life into their life. Shit, I so that they work. They support us. They definitely do. Our moms, whoo. Shout out to our mamas for sure. Mother's Day episode coming soon. For sure. And with that being said, the floor is yours. What are your shout outs? Yeah, well, first of all, shout out to my father, Stevie B. Stevie B. And shout out to my mother who couldn't be here tonight up in heaven. So I love you, Mom, and I'll see you one day soon. And a shout out to everyone who is watching and to everyone in Kankakee and the Sixth Ward and who wants to make Kankakee a better place. Sixth Ward? Anyone who is in the Sixth Ward or who is pro Kankakee or who is watching this right now and wants a better city, I shout out to you and. I wish you all the best. Hell yeah. If I lived in the sixth ward, you'd have my vote, my man. Look at Good, good, good conversation. Good luck, my boy. Cut the show. Cut the show on you. Cut the show.